Run no, I'll just I'll just get I'll start it and then I'll be like I can't. I'm, 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 I'm. is back on the air, you maniacs. My name is Darian. I'm here for another week. You got me, anyway. Miss Monica has returned. I'm here. Your hands are looking magnificent, my dear. I know. It looks like there was nothing. There was nothing there to begin with. I'm glad you don't have Velociraptor hands anymore. It was getting a little little creepy, to be honest with you. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean... But I, I appreciate that you marched right into my house and showed them to me and presented them to me and said, look, here are my hands. They're fucked up. I'm sorry. I would much rather prefer that than like, you know, you wearing a big baggy sweater with, with like gardening gloves for no reason, because I feel like that would be more distracting. Yeah. Monica, what's up with the gloves, man? Oh, it's just a little chilly in here. You know, it gets, I know it's summer and it's 102 degrees outside, but in this room, in this, like in this corner, it's particularly chilly. Bullshit, man. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're feeling better. Do they itch anymore? Are they flaky or no? It's so it's all gone. Yes. Yeah, it's all gone. Right I'm on. Still taking the um, the allergy pill he gave me. Okay. Yeah, because I need it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's out there, it's it's, it's still I out there. Tell it's out there, and it's watching you. And it's waiting. To I make. know. It's wet. Oh my god! Oh. And you know what happened? You no, know what happened? Oh no! Okay, deep breath. Like I am flirtatious, but I don't. Eddie's back. <laughs> uh, no, Did Eddie, come back. So I'm at the Just dog park. Hoping for an Eddie update. <laughs> okay. This is even worse. Oh no! So I'm at the dog park, and there's like three old guys that hang out. War veterans, Love right? guys, old you. And so one of them comes up to me and says. Hey, you weren't here yesterday, which would have been Tuesday, last Tuesday. Right. And he's all, you weren't here. I was looking for you. He's all, I brought you some Aquaphor. And you know the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he's all, this stuff works great. He's all, let me loop you up. hey <laughs> like, uh Okay, so he, you said okay. Well, no, he like you said sure. Well, he already Get in had there. it unopened, so he put some on my hand. But he put so much on my hand, and you know, dog hair sticks. To oh that. yeah, of so course. I'm walking around like this. Going, oh, <laughs> fuck. And I gotta wait till he leaves, and then he says. Hey, so we have an extra chair if you want to sit with us. And I'm like, oh, no, you no. don't. No, oh, you don't. No, you're getting and sucked so in. 
But you can't say no, can you? Well, I was like, well, we got to do our laps. So I walked, you know, and then I stayed on the other side for a while. Uh And then when I saw them, like, getting ready to leave, I make my way over there. And he's all, well, God dang it. He goes, I missed my chance to lube you up. Again? A double lube? shit. Wow. So now I'm like, now I can't go to the dog park when they're there. Dude, you just got to you gotta nip it in the bud. You either got to have sex with all three of them. Oh, God. And get them, get them <laughs> fighting each other over you. Or you just got to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I have AIDS. Yeah. I have AIDS. <laughs> They'd be like, wow, we got syphilis yeah. from the war. We've only <laughs> got, between the three of us, we have about a year and a half to live, so... It's cool with us, baby. Yeah, so now I have to wait till like 6.30 to go. Just go. <laughs> hey, no, I'm fine. Thank you. Goodbye. I'm going to do the well, laps I now. I know. Like, why do you have to say stuff like that? Now it gives me the uncomfortable feeling. Well, now it's awkward. Yeah. Of it, course. It is very awkward. That, that, I used to hit on chicks that I work with a lot, uh-huh. and I'd get shot down probably 87% of the time, but then I would make it even more awkward. You'd shoot me down. Now I'm going to creepily. Oh, God. Hi. Hi, Monica. Did, did they end up quitting? Most of them, yeah. <laughs> Most of them, yeah. Good times. I probably couldn't do that today, though, with, like, sexual harassment laws. Oh, yeah. I made sure, with the exception of my wife, I made sure not to hit on anybody that worked for me directly. <laughs> and my wife, I, hey, you're going out with me or you're going to find another job. Oh, okay. That's how that's going down. Yeah, so... But we're married today, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine for you. Oh, it's it's good for me. Everything worked out nicely. Well, we got the usual shit show to get into here, inmates. We got horror news, listener mail. Uh, we are about to start the 2019 Terradome Tournament. You maniacs, I've been looking forward to this since last June. Let's start it off with a little horror news... horror news monica what do you got for us well you know i always say this i don't have any news but as soon as you start bringing it up i go oh yeah oh yeah i read that too (laughs) but i do have two um releases coming out which the first one i'm excited is i know it's not horror but it's action uh the new kingsman Okay. The great game is set for two fourteen of twenty. I haven't seen the last Kingsman. I saw the first one. But oh, I didn't see you gotta watch it. The one with Channing Tatum. Yeah. Oh, is he in part two? Yeah, he was like the American uh, version of the King- Statesman, right? I can't remember. I think so. I don't I know. I'm just going one. off of what I remember about the trailers. Great. Now you got me questioning. Myself. I might be full of shit. <laughs> I, I might just, look it up. I might have just made that up off the top of my head. Uh, I thought he was in. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Now I do remember. There him. you have it. Because that one was the one where they had the uh, the blue dye that they injected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And your He Man. Oh boy. They have casted a guy who it was for for He Man. Yes. Yeah, it was some weird guy. No, that, he's no, not weird. No, he's like a isn't he like some Hispanic he's, dude? Um, no, actually, he's not. Uh, oh my god, I was gonna try to remember his name without writing it down. Failure. Uh, shit. Failure. He played in the perfect date, and he, he's not. He, as I, I, I remember looking at him, Noah. He, 
Noah, yeah. Uh, he's not Santino. like a He's uh, not like a huge dude though. No, he is. is he's he? like 6 foot 1. Uh, but is he like all shredded? Cuz that's what you got to be. Uh, yes, I was reading that they have him on the He-Man diet. He is working out. I want to try that. And I'll try the He-Man diet. He's going to be ripped as hell. I need to get in loincloth shape, Monica. <laughs> I need to get in loincloth and broadsword shape. <laughs> I realize there's a phallic joke to be made there, but I'm not going to do it. No, but since you said that, it made me think of Brendan Fraser. He is he's done. I know. He I cannot be He-Man. I know, but since you said that, I thought of him in Georgia the Jungle, where he was like 3% body fat yeah. for that movie. But he, I recently saw him in a new movie, and I was like, oh, my God, Brendan, what happened to yeah, you? Yeah, he's a big, fat guy. Oh. He's got, like, uh, bald, he's bald. He's, yeah, his back injuries. He went, like, crazy, too, didn't he? Fucking put him out. What did he do to his back? Well, he did all of his own stunts Don't for the that. mummy. Yeah. So oh, for the mummy. Yeah, so he's had several all back three, surgeries. All three, what, three, four, three of those movies? Three movies. He did his own stunts. He did. So he's had a rod put in there. Well, I bet he did. <laughs> <laughs> so poor Take that, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> yeah, there was somebody else I just saw that. Oh, my dude from Cabin Fever. Which one? Uh, James DeBello. Oh, yeah. I just saw him in a movie. And How's he I doing? went, dude, he's like Brendan Fraser. He's gotten big and fat, he's too. He's like bald and i'm like what that happened? guy looks stunningly like rapist mike what happened to you am i wrong a little bit oh well not in cabin fever he didn't i but... thought he looked more like him in cabin fever than anywhere else really yeah. he had lots of hair in cabin fever mike at one point did have hair i never met mike when he had That's, hair. So. that was a long <laughs> time ago my friend but yeah that guy went downhill too yeah like, what the well, so I mean, he was never you. uphill to begin with. He was a pretty, he wasn't a fat guy, but he was always a big guy. Well, I really liked him in Cabin Fever in Detroit Rock City. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good in that one, too. <laughs> and what's that other one where they slept with all the college girls? I, uh, oh, I'll have to look that up. But yeah, They were I don't just know. like banging all the chicks. I don't know, but yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, a, you would like it. It sounds like one of the movies that you put in that chub, no. chub thing and left on my doorstep <laughs> for my kids to find. You crazy lady. Oh, that's all I got. All right, let's do what I got It looks like the trailers are up for Dr. Sleep. Oh. Have you seen the trailers? No. This is going to be a direct... It's The book is a sequel to The Shining, mm -hmm. and it picks up with the character of Danny Torrance. Right. But the movie is, going to, is a direct sequel to Stanley Kubrick's shining oh the one i haven't the, watched the one that you hate yeah, yeah for no reason i haven't watched it i've i let you borrow it 14 years ago monica <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with i you. don't know what's wrong with you either it's considered by many to be one of the best films ever made oh, you're just a crazy person <laughs> there wasn't enough gunplay in the first 18 seconds Maybe that's what it is there wasn't a, a high-speed chase in the opening credits i don't i can't even i lost interest god Crazy person. Uh, I got some more uh, good news. Speaking of best movies of all time, it looks like Glenn Danzig's horror film Veronica has uh, been released at Chicago's Cinepocalypse. Oh. Um, this 
<laughs> it's I, not it's not getting very good reviews. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been called unwatchable. Oh. People are saying it might be one of the, it might have gone into the realm of so bad it's good. Oh, I'll have to look this up. Look it up. It's called Verotica. It's some kind of a horror anthology series uh directed by Glenn Danzig. I don't know. I'm willing to bet there's a lot of nudity in it and possibly some full-on penetration. Very interesting. Uh, It looks like the downloadable combat pack for Mortal Kombat 11 may have leaked two hidden characters. One of them, of course, being Ash Williams, who everybody... Bruce Campbell has denied, but everybody else seems to think he actually is in it. Yeah, I heard you guys. Uh You know who the other one is? Who? T-800 Terminator series. Oh, okay. Okay. What do you think of that? That is badass. Get in there with Arnold. Do a fatality on somebody. Wow, I'd like to see that. Well, I'll pull that off. Okay. It'll probably take me a couple weeks to figure out. Yeah, and then I want to see his fatality. I'll do the whole thing. Hopefully hopefully he does like a liquid metal thing. I think that would be dope. That would be cool. But that was the T-2000. Yeah, that was the other guy that used to be good looking. Robert Patrick, you don't think <laughs> yeah. he's good looking anymore? No. Why not? Age has he hasn't aged well. Nobody ages well. I age well. Other than you <laughs> you when you don't have uh raptor claws. I can tell you when people have aged well. Who's give me another actor that's aged well. Uh let's see. Tom Cruise. Uh, let's see. Corey Feldman, <laughs> uh, perhaps? Uh, okay, for women. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Aniston has aged well. Okay. Uh, ha- Halle Berry has aged well. Okay. Um, chicks, ch- I don't think chicks count, though. Nikki Six is the most miraculous 60 That's because he's guy. pickled in formaldehyde and heroin, <laughs> exactly. sweetie. Exactly. So that's, well, that's what we all got to do is just fucking party our faces off? <laughs> you just have to have the right skin. I won't I won't live to next week living like uh, Nikki Six. I'm telling you, just eat a tomato a day. I swear by it. Uh, I don't take diet advice from you ever since that apple cleanse oh thing my God. you told me about. It made me shit my pants on the way to a wedding, Monica. Yeah, but look, I eat a tomato a day and I have, knock on wood, avoided skin cancer. Which is actually miraculous. <laughs> yes, Considering exactly. the amount of tanning you do. Holy cow. All right, I'm going to get some tomatoes. There you go. And I don't even need to go tanning. I'm fine. Uh, looks like Annie Potts has been confirmed to reprise her role of Janine Melnitz in yeah. the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh, I saw this. Am I the only one that was kind of attracted to uh, Janine Melnitz a little bit? She's okay. I thought she was hot, especially in Ghostbusters 2 when she had the like the red hair and the big Coke bottle glasses. Yeah, she's an okay chick. I think it was the uh, the accent, the New York accent. Oh, the accent. Ghostbusters, what do you want? That's kind of hot, right? A well, bit. she almost talked like that in uh, the other shit, uh, Designing Women. Designing Women. Too. Yeah. No, yeah. she was a Southern Belle in Designing Women. Was she? But she kind of had an accent she did. in there. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I always thought she was hot. No, she's an attractive lady. There's a movie with John Candy in it called Who's Harry Crumb? Oh, yeah. She had a bra and panty scene in that one. Huh. And if you... It might have been my overactive, horny, 12-year-old imagination, but yeah. if you... There was a certain scene where you might have been able to see, like, through the the bra oh. for a second. I don't know. It's just me. Uh, lastly, it looks like um, Stranger Things star Glenn Matarazzo will be hosting a scared, scare-based prank show for Netflix coming up. Huh. Do you remember Scare Tactics on uh, Sci-Fi? No. 
It, I never watched it. It went about five seasons. Every season it had a different host. Uh, Shannon Doherty, Tracy Morgan. Um, I think one of the Baldwin guys was in there for a oh, minute. God. But they would set up these elaborate horror movie-based pranks on people and oh, freak yeah, them right okay. the fuck out. I remember it now. I think that's basically what they're going for here. Oh, okay. That would be kind of cool. It wasn't bad. Uh-huh. But... Um, I don't know, man. At a certain point, you'd be like, oh, okay, Monica wants to take me out in the middle of the desert. Well, that's strange. You know, oh, we're out here in this very expensive trailer. I don't know how she paid for this, but this is a little odd. And all of a sudden, aliens start showing up, and Monica is remaining oddly calm during this whole encounter. Well, this is very strange. This is very strange. Oh, you're on scare tactics, you fucker. Oh, you got me. I don't know, man. Maybe that, it's just me. I tried watching that one that was on Netflix Which uh, one? called Flinch. What is that? That is a, a game show, and basically they uh, do stuff to you. Well, like in the opening one, they tie you up to this uh, machine that, like, say you're up there, right? Okay. And so it starts spinning, and you go into a tub of water underneath. Okay. But if you flinch, you lose points or whatever. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but basically the object is not to flinch. All right. And I'm like, mm, that sounds this like is stupid. That sounds like a game a bunch of bullies on a schoolyard would play. Yeah, and I'm gonna I could punch you that. in the face. You yes. better not flinch, you fucker. If you fuck, if you fucking flinch, I'm really gonna kick your yeah, ass. Yeah, exactly. All it right, isn't that good? It doesn't sound that great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you maniacs. That's all we got on the horror news. Let's do a little listener correspondence, shall we? Listener mail. We have one email and one voicemail this week, which uh, is concerning. <laughs> mm, it's summertime for people. And I Buddy guess. hasn't been on the show, so all of his girlfriends have undoubtedly unsubscribed. Oh, yeah, by now. they moved on. They moved on. Wouldn't it be a pisser if it, we found out he was cheating on us with another podcast? Yes. And he was calling himself like muddy or something like that. He would be fired. I'd fire his ass right now. <laughs> You're fired. Get the fuck out of here, you asshole. Take your beard with you. Leave, leave all the girls, though. Most of them yeah. are Patreon subscribers. <laughs> uh, let's get up to Lacey Washington. Here comes Crease. Hi, Crease. Subject line, before you ship out Dale. I think she wants me to send Dr. Dale up there. Oh, okay. Which he will be willing to do because he doesn't have anything else going on, Crease. Personality does play a huge factor, but my preferences when it comes to dudes are bears and beefcakes, or hairy beefcakes, like a CrossFit poster boy. If it looks like I can take a dude easily in a fight, like Tom Hiddleston, no thank you. Skinny motherfuckers need not apply. Well, uh, I think I may have a shot with Crease. Monica? Hmm. I'm, I, don't, I don't know. Am I a bear? No, I'm not a bear. No. I'm definitely not a beefcake. <clears throat> if I let the if I go without doing the manscaping though, it comes in pretty thick. But I can't handle that shit. It gets too hot. Mm, yeah. Um all no, right. All right. No bear. All right. No bear. Well, if I let myself go, maybe eat a lot of pizza. <laughs> I, I think don't know. I don't know. I think no. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> Let's see if I can make sense of my notes. <laughs> Ladies basics. 
writer, producer, director. So this must be about Treehouse. When the writer, director, and producer are males, one of them seemed to have a unisexual name, but is probably a dude. So that's why the women in the movie, I haven't seen it yet, may seem unnatural. If you see women characters that are written by men, it can sometimes very easily be seen like they said, I think this is how women talk, and they what they talk about, this is progressive. We should have women read the script. Nah. I get that, man. Uh, I hope it's not true, Chris, because, I mean, like, like, like I said when we were talking uh, talking about Treehouse, mm-hmm. I do not know any group of women that just get together and talk about being women specifically. You know what I'm saying? Like Monica, when you're out with your girlfriends, yeah. you don't. It's not an hour and a half of solid women's rights and period talk, is it? Mm, well, not. Well, I it, don't. I don't. If I'm wrong, correct me. I don't like to talk about women's rights. Okay. I, I'm old fashioned. Whoa, that means racist. <laughs> I'm not racist. I just think that that we are supposed to be at home in the kitchen taking care of the house and shit. She said it, not me. I said it. Yes, <laughs> I said it. But it doesn't mean we all have to have babies. True. But um. But as far as the like the dialogue in yeah, Treehouse I'm goes, trying. we just we talk about like everything. Yeah, like man. Our job, what happened? Yeah, dates. There's more. There's more to you than just being a woman. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like call up my friend and discuss how I plucked my eyebrows. Yeah, of course today. not. Fucking stupid. <laughs> or shaved my legs. That's stupid, man. I, and the thing, same thing goes for guys. <laughs> We don't just talk about our cocks and our balls. I mean, we we do keep each other updated, but you know, once that's over, then we talk about other things. Are you guys? Sh- are you sure? I'm sure because being with the the, the parole, parole officer, officer <laughs> it's like as soon as he gets together with the same guys, it's the same story I just heard last Friday. I'm like, do you guys talk about anything else oh, no. than how bad your boss sucks or like? What happened two weeks ago? Uh, Can you move on? Nah, <laughs> probably not. Uh, my girlfriend plays Magic the Gathering. Wow. No, really, she does. Wow. Hmm. Magic. Are you familiar at all with Magic the Gathering? I know the game. I've never played I've it. I've never played it either. It's a card game, and from mm-hmm. what I understand... You can you can get really deep into it. I know there's, some people like go crazy. There's like tournaments, and you can win big cash prizes and things like that. That game is super complicated. Mm-hmm. In addition to being expensive, super complicated. <sighs> I went to a pre-release tournament with her. I will never do that <clears> shit alone. <throat> they, her, and my other MTG friends are cautiously optimistic about the Netflix series. Oh, she's talking about the series we talked about. Uh, Netflix was doing a animated Magic the Gathering series. Oh. It's supposed to have a horror vibe. Okay. Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. You said animated, right? Animated. Yeah. I'm out. Oh. Peace out. You still got a bad taste in your mouth after Castlevania. Huh. (laughs) That second season was a little wacky. I don't know, man. I don't know anything about Magic the Gathering other than uh, it's apparently expensive and yeah, and complicated. That would be too difficult. For I don't want to. I mean, yeah. I, if there's like a lot of references, you know, to the the cards and what they can do, I'm not. I'm not going to understand that. No. You know, I'm, that's mm. not my gig. That's that's fun though. I mean, it's cool that she has like she she geeks out like that. 
You ever think about geeking out, Monica? No, well, do some, I, I do some Dungeons and Dragons. I thought about getting into that because people always talked about how cool it is and stuff. Mm-hmm. But recently, I was watching something where these four nerds were playing. Of course, and the way the the dialogue, I was like, "Oh, that I can't talk like that, dude. Th- don't. That's not for me. You can't. You can't <laughs> get in. Like I've I've done it and I I've had fun with it." Uh-huh. But you can't get into like they go with the they start having conversations and I say oh the the uh, the uh, I cast a spell upon thee with the uh, ah. yeah you no, know no. with my filthy mouth I need like a porn board game yeah that way I could sound like a truck yeah. driver <laughs> I need I need a game that like takes place today yeah. and I can I need a, a, if there was like a purge version of that yeah. where your job is just to kill strangers. Oh, yeah. That would be okay. I'd be all right with that. Well, I don't want to kill strangers. I want to kill, like, pedophiles. Oh, Oh, God. I could get on with that. There it is, dude. We're going to create the Purge role-playing tabletop game. Yes. Nerf guns included, I think, would be the best. Oh, yeah. Maybe do, like, a LARP thing. I don't know. (laughs) We gotta get. We got to make purge mass. That would be dope. Uh, there's a few more notes from two weeks ago, but they don't make sense. My sister's review of Poultry Geist by Proxy. I heard you guys laugh, screaming in disgust at this movie. This one is not for me. <laughs> Your sister's a smart woman, Chris. Darian reading the Terror Dome matchup is my current favorite thing. Yes, there is a case for the Puppet Master dolls. I'll vote right now. They win because the Predators forfeit because they don't hunt anything that isn't worth being hunted. Thus, dolls by default. And yes, that's a good enough reason to vote. The real reason being to piss off Darian, but this is a good reason too. Talk to you later, Crease. Bye. See ya, Crease. Hey, you can vote for whoever you want to, Crease. And I will fucking... I will dig through it, and I will come up with a way to make that make sense somehow. We have a voicemail here. Oh, we have two voicemails. Hey, now. Oh, boy. We See that? We're getting more popular as the show goes Woo. on. <laughs> Who is it? <coughs> I'm guessing it's the same two people that call in every week. Let's get down to sunny, stinky Alabama with the... Um, Strawberry shortcake. The strawberry shortcake of people that call into the podcast. Here comes Alan Shacha. Hey, what's up? This is the mountain that calls into your the podcast. Surveyor Glegate. <clears throat> what's up? Try making a scrub out of salt and lemon juice. It'll get crap off of you. Lemon juice. Anyway, uh, Monica, are you that long-term movie to set in the snow? Oh, I love the one is the one with Henry Rollins where he was pulling Rollins, though. I mean, how do you not love Henry Rollins? I love me some Henry Rollins. Anyway, uh, shit. I was going to say, uh, wish everybody well. Uh, join the live stream. I've got to watch it work most of the time or listen to it. Cool. Uh, yep. The thing that's all, oh, I'm just playing Charlie. Or people are talking about Charlie is the girl fire starter. Right. Uh, she, you know, she just set things on fire with her mind, and uh, fire kills just about everything. So that's remember true. that. that that's fire a valid kills point. everything. When the marrow in your bones is boiling. And GP. Hmm. Uh, yeah, GP. Uh, thanks for calling in, Alan. Yeah. Uh, he makes a good point, hmm. but there's one thing I think he forgot about. 
Charlie, as scary and, you know, fire starter and all that, mm-hmm. as frightening as that is, mm-hmm. she's also a child. Yeah. Children can be affected by psychology. You can scare Charlie. I think a Pennywise would do, would do her down. A Freddy Krueger, obviously. <laughs> she's still human, right? Um, anybody, anybody that uses firearms would have a good shot against Charlie. But I think that because she can do fire, she if, can. if she would get upset in that moment, her reaction would be to set you on fire. Unless, well, that's <clears throat> true. Unless mm-hmm. she went like, she was ter- too terrified to use it. Right? Paral- paralysis? No. You don't think so? No, because in the movie she didn't have any of those. Who is those. she up against in the first Shit, round. you know what? Her and Carrie would be an awesome match. She's up against the Wolfman. Goodbye, Wolfman. I don't, I'm not, I don't know about that. We'll see how the, the inmates vote. But you I could think... only kill her possibly in her sleep. Well, if you could sneak up on her. Yeah, exactly. If you so, could sneak up on her, like a like a wolf sleeping. would do. Mm. You know, you, you catch her scent, mm-hmm. you, you stalk her through the shadows, <laughs> you take her down. You Monica. wait till she's pooping. Well, if she, if yeah, ha- I mean, that's a bone. You, if you're a gentleman, you wait till she's done, because that's just rude. Nobody wants to die while, while taking a poop. <laughs> Poor Elvis. <laughs> okay, fun, funny side story. Uh-huh. When I was uh, nine years old, my grandfather died uh, on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. We went to Roseville, California for the funeral. We got down there and we found out that he actually died of a heart attack and he died in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Uh, so Darian, not knowing when to keep his goddamn mouth shut, goes into the bathroom, steps out and immediately proclaims to everybody, God, smells like somebody died in here. Oh. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> And you didn't know then. I'm nine years old. Oh, God. My dad does a spit take. My mom just like bursts into tears and goes running out of the room along with my aunt. Oh. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> boy, <laughs> tough, tough crowd, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I have a long and storied tradition of putting my foot in my mouth. Uh, well, there's, I'm not going to tell any more stories. <laughs> it doesn't get any better from there, folks. Let me tell you. Uh, we have another voicemail. Here comes the uh, Monica's pod boyfriend, actually, oh. Mr. Tom Hardy. Hi, Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Patty Room, how's my favorite degenerate this week? We're good, man. Everyone's How are you? there. Hope everyone's doing all right. Hey, ain't got much to say this week. Just wanted to get in, uh, offer a little vote of support and all that. Uh, Thank you very much, sir. Back in Here we go. Also, uh, real quick on the. Uh, what are you looking at? Uh, I actually got to catch at? a film this week. Uh, not seeing, sure if y'all seen it. Uh, the found footage flick, Apollo 18. I have. Not bad, actually. I was not mad at that. Considering it's a found footage flick. Um, one of the cool things about it kind of answers that. Why are they still filming? Well, you know, the film, the cameras are all set up there. So right. it's going to keep filming whether you're there or not. Exactly. So it kind of settled that. Um, good thing about it as well it's like 80 some minutes i don't know sometimes i can i gotta choose movies based on uh their time you know mm-hmm. it's just time limited and what have you anyway and if you haven't seen it uh, you're into kind of a sci-fi horror flick found footage thing uh give it a shot not bad it's not bad anyway love you like family bye love you too tom hardy monica have you seen apollo 18 I don't think so it's not a bad show it's the one where they go to the moon <laughs> yeah and they uh run afoul of a lot of weird stuff. 
Is it worth watching? Like, would I like it or would I be bored? Um, you're probably gonna get bored. Oh. It's uh, it's pretty slow. Um, you got to be in the mood for found footage. Yeah, I, I'm over found footage. <coughs> I don't mind found footage. I do mind shitty found footage. Uh, you know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the, the problem I think that we encounter with found footage is that it's so cheap to make movies that way mm-hmm. that everybody's doing it. You know? Yeah. I mean, we saw a movie with Matt Damon on it the other day, filmed entirely on iPhones. Look at oh. that. You know? Wow. Remember that one? What is that? Unsane? Insane? I didn't see that one. one I the, stopped it. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you stop every... What are you going to make it through a movie, Monica? <laughs> I need some death in it. Oh, jeez. It's, uh, it's, but it's not bad. I mean, it's, the whole thing takes place on the moon, so that's cool. Huh. I, don't, I, like a good, I like a found footage film with a budget behind it. I, I agree. That's, I think, mm-hmm. the problem. Is yes. You get these shitbird actors, <clears throat> you know, that came right out of uh, student... Some film class somewhere. Yeah. And then they're out there with their parents' cameras. Before you know it, you're watching it on Amazon going, oh, God. Yes. What is this? Apartment 212? Is that? <laughs> I don't even know. There's, oh. there, there, there's a really bad one that was made by, uh, never mind. <laughs> That's the problem with those He's movies. He's probably listening. Is you, can, uh, you can make it, but there's no... No scenes for it. No. no, like death scene. No, nothing. You just drop your phone, or and then shake that's it, it. And, and then, scream. and then everybody goes, "He's dead! He's yeah. dead out oh, now!" And yeah. then, you, are you sure? Yeah, because he's just because he's not on camera doesn't mean he's dead. <laughs> right? Can we at least you know check in on him? You know, exactly. I don't know, man. It's bad. Uh, that's all we got on the listener mail, kiddo. You got anything for Alan, Tom Hardy, or Crease? No, but Alan did get it. I was wrong turn four. Motherfuck. Four. That's a good one. That's what. You, that's not bad. Did you hate that one? No, it was okay. The special effects were good. That was not bad. The only thing I hated about it was... That was actually a prequel. Right, is I hated the way they made the boys look. Why? The B- Justin Bieber haircuts all around? No, the the brothers. Oh, the brothers. Yeah, the makeup just didn't look right. Like, they had these weird slanted eyes. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Handicapped people aren't born with eyes like that, okay? Well, inbred, maybe. You <laughs> no. Know? No? <laughs> they might have one good eye. <laughs> I don't know. I like I like the backstory behind the Hattigers, you know? Yeah, I felt like that's one thing that was missing throughout the the franchise, and I, I the second one was more of a comedy, I think, than I mean, the one with Henry Rollins and the reality show thing. Oh yeah, yeah they, there's a there's a Hattiger sister all of a sudden, and they're taking turns banging her. I know, ugly as shit, by the way. I just want to know. Okay, so in the first one is the guy you always bring up, uh, Desmond Harrington. Yes, yeah. from Dexter. Yeah. What the fuck happened to that guy? I think he got on meth. I he he actually looked he was fatter during, in Dexter. In, De, in Dexter, uh, Ghost Ship, he was also in uh, <laughs> Wrong Turn, and then you saw him in the Neon Demon. He he looks like uh, he has AIDS. I'm like I am so bad. I just stare at him like all the time on Dexter, and I'm like. He's a good-looking dude what at one point. What happened to you? Yeah. Like, you are a bobblehead. Well, now you see him what? on the Neon Demon, and it looks like he's, like, in chemotherapy or something. Yes. It's bad, man. Yes. You better tell me you did drugs, <coughs> or I'll feel bad if you were, like, Do actually some... doing chemo. I'll feel bad. I'll feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> but if, if you did drugs, oh, stop. Or maybe do a little more or something. 
I don't know. No, maybe eat a cheeseburger. Eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> like you, like you're one to talk about eating cheeseburgers. All I right. eat enough cheese. Nah, cheese schmeeze. Let's see if we got anything in the junk folder real quick. <clears throat> All right, you ready to get into a movie, there, Monica? Oh, no, I'm just fucking. With I'm just you. fucking with you. <laughs> Let's do it. Dude, why aren't you staying with us? Mom and Dad are here. You're the only one that I want to see. I guess I'm just gonna have to come stay with you then. You got a problem? What? No. Yeah, you do. X Y Z. I'm just fucking with you. Hi, you've reached Rachel. I'm away from the phone right now, but I'll call you back. Larry, I got some bad news about your sister. I hate to be the one to tell you this, man, but she's not coming. What the fuck? Come on, man. It doesn't even make sense that someone would call me if something happened to her. Jesus. It's Chester. Open it. So are you ever serious? Or? I'm just a good time guy. Nobody thinks that you're funny. I'm going to cut you up. And we are back. That's right, inmates. We're talking about in, we're talking about just fucking with you. Uh, this is part again of the Into the Dark series on Hulu. Mm-hmm. This one came in at five point nine stars, which was not as good as Down, but better than Treehouse. Oh, you feel that's accurate? Do you feel this? No, was, to me, I like this one better. This one better than Down? Yes, Down would be second. Give me a, a power ranking of the the three that we've seen so far. Oh well, this one is one, okay. Down two, and Treehouse three. I pro I probably agree with that. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh, Rodney mm-hmm. Alcala was kind of cute before I read about him raping people with hammers. That guy raped somebody with a hammer. Oh, my God. I did not know about Rodney Alcala. I didn't know about that guy. Oh, shit. I could forgive Dahmer. He didn't waste his prey. He ate them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's good to know. I mean, that's, well, I mean, he was more into like a sex zombie type of a situation. (laughs) There was some cannibalism involved. I don't know enough about the serial killers. Trying to talk about a horror movie. Uh, This one was directed by Daniel Stam, written by Kent Cabina. Uh, mm-hmm. Stars uh, Nathan Martinez, Matt Loria. Mm-hmm. I'm on the wrong page. Scratch, scratch everything <laughs> I just said. This one uh, stars Keir O'Donnell, Hayes MacArthur, and Jessica McNamee. Um, I like this one. This one felt like a Joker origin story to me. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. I mean, the the antagonist of this movie mm-hmm. is a real sicko, but he's got a sense of humor. And I like that. You yeah. Know? In a world full of Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, where you have these these killers that are just kind of these husks that follow you around and stab you at an inopportune mm. time, it's good to have somebody that can, you know, crack crack wise with you. Yeah. For a minute, or makes you think that uh, he's your friend before he stabs you in the neck. <laughs> so that's a fun thing. I like that part of it. 
Uh, our movie starts with an internet troll. And I think we all have had encounters with these fucking assholes, right? Oh, yeah. The internet trolls. Some random douche <laughs> nozzle that just shows up on your timeline talking shit to you for no reason. Um, I've I've dealt with a few. Have you had any? Oh, no. Yours always want to, like, get you over Send to their apartment. Send me naked pictures yes. and stuff. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> I've been known to send a naked picture or two. Uh, not never met with any kind of good favor or anything like that. It's fine. Uh, that's why I no longer I Google image cocks and then I send those ones instead of my own. It makes more sense and I, I get a more positive response. I remember getting one and uh, this dude sent it to me and he was like waiting for a response and he had the nerve to say, "Well, are you going to say something?" Well, Why do you want me to say well, weirdo? <laughs> here's my ding dong. Okay. Don't, act, don't act like you're not impressed. Go for you. <laughs> okay, great. I know what your dick looks like. All right. So uh, we have ourselves an internet troll, and he's on his way to a wedding. So mm-hmm. uh, on the way to said wedding, we he logs onto Twitter, like takes it, like logs on as a different identity, and then starts posting a bunch of negative shit to the bride's. Uh, Twitter account and her Instagram account. Actually, pretty funny stuff, too. Yeah. I think he called her like a semen receptacle or something mm-hmm. like and that. And wasn't it his ex, too? Yes. Yes. Well, there's a whole backstory between mm-hmm. these two that we'll get into here in a second. The shit-talking douche nozzles are not are not in here or out in force lately. Um, I would agree, Scarlett. Mm. I, we haven't had to deal with any... I, I've been looking forward to my first troll. <laughs> Like on the show, like on the the padded room in the, <laughs> could somebody please like troll us? It, I, I've been warming up. I've been, I got some things locked and loaded. I'd like to try out on you that we could, you know, I, ah, whatever. Anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for our first troll. Can we get a troll in here, please? Regardless, uh, he's on his way to this wedding mm-hmm. and he's kind of pissed off at the, the bride and the groom and he doesn't really want to go to the wedding. Uh, so he logs on to his alternative account and starts talking shit and posting a bunch of crap to her Twitter feed. And she's like, Oh, uh, Alicia and Mark's wedding, 17 hours and counting. So happy. And he's like, Oh, go fuck your face. You're going to get AIDS, Mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of funny. Um, as he's driving though, he gets a phone call from his sister, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Uh, she's like, Hey, you coming to stay at mom and dad's house? And he's like, no, I don't really, this is awkward and weird and, we're going to get more into this as we go, but for the time being, he's like, nah, I'm going to get a hotel somewhere. So he keeps driving and he comes to this very flamboyant hotel, which is just more or less a roadside, like, it's it's not any place I would stay. It's I'm look- like the Psycho Motel. Yeah, it's like, it's <clears throat> like a place that you would, uh, if you were really, really tired and you couldn't drive anymore, you might pull into this place. I would not. I would have online reservations made at a Best Western because I enjoy a continental breakfast, Monica. Yeah, you know, okay. It's free. You get you get on there and get some uh, those weird powdered egg th- situations. Yeah. It's not bad, and it's free. It's part of the, the room fare. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's like, oh, this place looks pretty cool. It's called the Pink Motel and Lounge, okay? And as the name alludes, the entire place is done in hot pink. You know what immediately came to mind when when I saw this place? Me. No. <laughs> Why would you? How? Because I always wear hot pink. D- does anybody see a shred? I of don't hot have pink? hot pink on right now. I have never seen but, you in hot pink. Oh, I have a purple bra on today, but zero hot pink. <laughs> I wear hot pink bras. I, 
No. Hot pink toenails. I don't know about the bras and the toenails. I mean, no, I don't know any about it. Crazy bitch, black hoodie, yeah, and black baggy parole jeans. parole officer. Parole officer, hot pink. I've never seen it. I don't think it exists. Yeah. I would drive all night. I agree, parole officer. Just for that, I'll wear my hot pink sweatshirt. I'll believe week. it when I see okay, it. Okay, you're me get, on. Does it say crazy bitch on it? No, it's just plain. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> I'd be that'd be something new. Stevie's in the house. What's up, Stevie? Hi, Steve. Steve, we're talking about I'm just fucking with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Hulu. Um, so he pulls in. It's called the Pink uh, uh, Lounge Hotel and Lounge. Pulls in. He goes into the hotel side. It's like one big structure. Goes into the hotel side. There's nobody there. He waits for a few minutes. He hears voices coming from the back office. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go find these guys." Goes through the back office, comes through a kitchen, and out into a diner area where there's two guys kind of hanging around. Mm-hmm. One of them is sitting at the counter. The other one is uh, in like behind the counter. Uh, yes, I just got her a fox hot pink t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Stopping for a minute. People are acting stupid at work, so I got to bail in a minute. Okay, Stevesy. Well, you take care of your business, sir. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, so... <laughs> He gets out there and he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm just trying to check in here." Now, we, two character types we, we're we're used to seeing here. We have the biker behind, the, like sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, that how, would be the parole officer sitting. Of there. course. <laughs> how would you describe the guy behind the bar? Uh oh. He had like a Tyler Durden look to him. I have a friend that looks like him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, Hey, Alan, how you doing, buddy? Uh, um, one half kind of reminded me of uh, we- Weird Al. Weird Al Yankovic? Yeah. A little bit with the mm-hmm. glasses. and Yeah, and the hair kind of. He has like mm-hmm. a very um, like ironic party kind of a hipster thing going on. Mm-hmm. He's wearing like the skin-tight jean- the pants. Hi, Alan. And he's got like a... Uh, Gotta go surrounded by fucking idiots. Is everybody surrounded by idiots tonight? <laughs> wow, what's going on out there? Steve Z has a similar situation at his job. Uh, wish you guys the best. Uh, don't, you know, get dragged into the idiocy. Um, uh, I picture a bartender from a porno movie. And this is, Chester is what I come oh, up with. okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, like a 70s porno. Okay. Not like a modern porno, but that's, I mean, that's I what I can even like. seeing, be, see him being the love boat bartender. Uh, Isaac? <laughs> Not Isaac, the other one that was well, that the was, helper. There was, there was always l- like one of the extras like hanging around, yeah. passing oh, out drinks. I can't think of his name. The love boat bar. That's a deep dive for Miss <laughs> Monica. She went back to 1981 on you. <laughs> the love boat. So that's great. Um he gets back there and he's like, hey, uh, just trying to check in. You know, I uh, uh, need a room for the night. Buddy look alike. Uh, no. <laughs> no. With the beard. If he had a beard, perhaps. <laughs> like a full buddy beard going on. Um, so he gets back there. He's like, hey, man, I'm just trying to check in. And he's like, uh, yeah, hey, are you, you got some kind of a problem? And the guy's like, no. Now, I should mention that the guy checking in, what was his name? Keith? Kyle? Keith? I think it was Kyle. Kyle. Uh, Kyle is played by the kid, as you alluded to, mm-hmm. the kid from Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of, hey, Michelle, how are you? So he's kind of like a nerdy kind of a guy, and he's Hi, kind Shelley. of squirrely. Uh, he's like, 
no, I don't have a problem. I'm just trying to check in. And here's these two big scary guys, and they're kind of mm-hmm. they're already fucking with him about this. So he's like, "Yeah, you do. Your zipper's down. X Y Z." And then they both bust out laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, there's two guys hanging around a bar in the middle of the night at a pretty much abandoned hotel. Yes. I could imagine they would be hammered, mm-hmm. right? As they might be. Probably free booze. Probably free booze. Mm-hmm. So the guy's like, "Oh shit, man! I'm just mm-hmm. fucking with you. Here's a beer," and he throws it at him. But of course, Kyle is like, "Oh, I'm you beer," and it just. <laughs> flies off the counter and he's like oh shit here's another one and he hands it to him uh so kyle's like yeah great i'm i'm here for a wedding and i just want to check in and uh, i'm really tired i'm just gonna go to bed so the bartender uh we're gonna get to know him his name is chester he's like i tell you what man 75 dollars cash i won't charge you any tax i'll give you a room key right now and kyle's like oh that's great yeah but then the biker guy guy by the name of gerald or jerry <laughs> He's like, you know, it's rude to not drink a beer that somebody opened for you. So he grabs the beer and he pounds it. And he's like, oh, I don't normally drink beer. Um, <laughs> so after that, Jerry gets up and leaves. He's like, I'm calling it a night, fellas. And then Chester and Kyle are left there alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. you know, I'm here for this wedding and I really hate the bitch that's getting married and she's a real pain in the ass. But, uh, you know, I just give me the key and I'll be on my way. And Chester's like, all right, buddy, I tell you what, you give me a credit card and a driver's license and I'll get you squared away. And he's like, uh, I already gave you $75. And he's like, no, you didn't. He's like, yeah, I did. You said 75 and I could check in with no problem. And he's like, I never said that. And this kind of gets tense for a minute. Yeah, Because there's like, there's like a standoff happening where like Chester's like, you didn't give me any fucking money. And Jerry's like, uh, yeah, I did. Oh, empty your pockets and you'll see $75 in there. And Chester turns his pockets out and there's no money in there. And he's like, uh, I'm going to call the cops. And he's like, oh, yeah, go ahead and tell them you're a fucking idiot too. So uh, just before uh, Kyle actually breaks out his phone and calls the cops, he's like, uh, Chester's like, you know what? While you're while you're calling the cops, hold your hand out. And he's like, what? And then Chester's like, because I'm going to put a key to a room in there because you already gave me $75. I'm just fucking with you, man. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it was. Hi, Christine. Where are y'all from? We're in Reno, Nevada, Christine, which is, I mean, it's Reno. We hold the Guinness Book of World Records for largest trailer park, which we are not presently in, by the way. Sun Valley. Sun Valley, which is... A stone's throw away from my front door. Regardless, we're talking about uh, I'm Just Fucking With You, which is on Hulu right now. So already we know that uh, Chester is willing to take his little jokes a little too far. Because mm-hmm. that that got pretty tense for a second there. Yeah. Because yeah. he started threatening to call the police. Yeah. Jerry's like, oh, empty your pockets. So Jerry gets his room key. He's like, yeah, that was really funny. He gets his room key. He goes and checks it into his room. And it's, you know... Standard fare, sleazy, kind of dirty. First thing Jerry or uh, Kyle does when he gets there, he breaks out a full-on hotel-made cleaning kit, complete with Windex, rubber gloves, uh, Clorox bleach, and he does like a full-scale sweep of the hotel room. You do that, don't you? You crazy bitch! I knew it. You you travel with a hotel cleaning kit. How did I? How did I know that was going to come up? Because you're crazy. A week ago, she came in here with goddamn eczema on her hands, okay? Full of warts and cracked skin. It was disgusting. 
And now she's worried about a hotel room. I think you need more germs in your life, babe. I think that's what's happening. Oh, yuck. I even pull the bed sheets back to make sure there's no hair in it. That's what Kyle did with his rubber gloves on. He's like, you never sleep on top of the comforter. Dude, I sleep. I could sleep. I could go to, I could take a nap right now. Oh, well, I mean, this is my house. So of course, but I could go out uh, in the neighbor's yard and go to sleep. Right. I don't care. Oh, I would much rather sleep in the neighbor's yard. I don't care. And I even put my sleeping bag on top of the sheet. Oh, you're crazy. And then I sleep inside my sleep. She brings her own sleeping bag. That's what the parole (laughs) officer just said. Monica does that. Yep. This is this does not surprise me one bit, parole officer. Hi, Raven. How are you? Hi, Raven. Uh, so that's discuss- I mean, it's weird, but he's like, like spot checking the mirror and like. Hey, Sarah's in the house. Hey, Sarah. Good to see Hi, you, babe. So that's fucking ridiculous, man. I mean, if if you're that worried about germs, go to like a Best Western. Or but they have germs too. I guarantee you, it's not nearly as bad as the pink uh, <laughs> hotel and lounge. I guarantee you that. All right. Anyway, he gets there. Shelly, who's that? Mm. Christine's in the house. I use my own sheets too. Mm-hmm. Christine brings her own sheets. Exactly. Who the fuck has time to pack sheets? You're going, <laughs> dude. All right, Christine. Think about this. If you're in a situation where you got to stay in one of these sleazy dime bag hotels, mm-hmm. clearly something has gone wrong in your travel plans. Why are you bringing sheets? Well, because I don't believe in spending a hundred bucks for a hotel. Okay, I'm only sleeping for five hours. Okay, so a thirty buck uh, room is just fine. And you get to hear somebody get <laughs> murdered in the next room. Well, I only paid thirty dollars. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna write a terrible Yelp review. I just listen to a guy get killed over there. You're ridiculous. I have to use the toilet first. <laughs> yes, he does. And I make other people shower. Oh, jeez, oh, please. Forget about it. It's a, it's, a, it's a cheap motel. This is what you come to expect. If you came here looking for, like, amenities and stuff, head down to the Best Western. You get a continental breakfast. All right, anyway, he gets in there. He does his cursory. He calls uh, his sister, Rachel, and he's like, oh, this place is really weird. I think somebody, could you just come down here? I don't want to be alone in this place. Uh." So (coughs) Christine's like, yeah, I'm sick of staying here with with mom and dad, so Mm -hmm. I will uh, get on the freeway and head your way. Uh, Like an hour goes by, he starts calling and texting Christine again. Oh, where are you? he turns on the TV and realized there was like a head-on collision on the freeway heading in his direction. So now he's really ex- excited. He's like, oh, Christine, was that you? Oh. I just accept that hotel rooms are gross and the filth is part of the charm. That's what I'm talking about, Scarlett. You get what you pay for, right, babe? I mean, if it was that, if if you wanted like a quality sleeping experience, go to a Best Western. Get the fuck out of here. All right, anyway. He's starting to get nervous, so he calls the front desk where Chester is hanging out. He's like, uh, have you had any messages for me, or did anybody leave any any messages or anything like that, any phone calls? And Chester's like, yeah, man, uh, I I hate to be the one to tell you this, but your sister Rachel called. This is bad, Keith. Mm -hmm. This is real bad. I don't don't know how to tell you this. She found a big cock to suck on. Oh, it's terrible. See, this is something we could do at the Fuck With You Hotel. Yeah, we People could. People call us and we're like, why don't you suck a dick? Yeah. 
I thought that was funny. All right, anyway, uh, he gets all worked up, and he's like, oh, what are you talking about? Uh, she, she's dead or not? And he's like, no, man, I'm just fucking with you. Calm down. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, oh, God, okay. But Christine, or Rachel, I mean, is actually not answering any of uh, Keith's texts or mm-hmm. answering her phone when he calls or anything like that. So he's starting to get a little nervous, and he's mm-hmm. a little nervous about staying in this hotel. So uh, he goes and takes a shower. When he gets out... He tries to come out of the bathroom, and the door is stuck. So he's oh banging boy. on the door. Uh, he hears somebody knocking on the front door of his hotel room. So he's like, oh, Rachel, is that you? I'm stuck in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, he's like banging on the door, his bathroom door. And then uh, eventually he hears somebody come into his room. So he's like, hello? Hello, are you out there? Can you let me in? And Or let me out, I mean. And then, of course, we hear Chester. He's like, Oh, hey, man, shit, I'm sorry. I, f- I came over to tell you that the bathroom door is kind of janky on this. You got to jiggle, and you got to kind of push up on it a little bit. So Larry, or uh, Keith, I mean, being all of, what, 116 yeah. pounds, is like throwing his shoulder into the door, bang, 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 and nothing's really happening. And then he's like, okay, okay, just back up and try one real good push, and I'm going to pull from this end. I think we can jar it loose. So... Keith does just that. He like takes a step back, and then when he charges at the door, we see that Chester was actually on the other side, just kind of lightly holding it. He releases it. Uh, Keith comes through and goes flying and lands right on his face, and which, of course, Chester is there, and he's like, I got you, you fucker. Oh, I'm just fucking with you. So that's good times. Uh, about this time, he's like, Keith gets up, and now he's all pissed off. He's like, oh, you, nobody thinks you're funny. All you do is fuck with people. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then Chester's like, oh, shit, man. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sorry. I just came by to check on you, and I saw I thought it would make, make for a good time. So he leaves, and once he leaves, uh, Chester, uh, Keith gets on Yelp, and he signs on as his pseudonym, which is the Internet Troll, and he leaves a very mm-hmm. scathing uh, uh, review for the, the pink... Lounge, the pink hotel and lounge he's like this place is great i'm having a great time oh just kidding uh this place sucks dicks and there's cockroaches in the beds or something like that so that really sucks i mean mm-hmm. th- granted there probably are cockroaches in the beds and he's being fucked with pretty hard by the nighttime mm. clerk so i could see leaving a negative review but he was pretty dicky about it mm-hmm. uh regardless yeah. Yeah, regardless, he's like, "Oh, I got you now. I left a bad Yelp review." <laughs> or you really showed Ooh. you really showed him there, Keith. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <clears throat> so he starts calling and texting his uh, his sister again. Oh, where are you? This place is getting creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty soon, um, he goes outside and he's st- he's starting to get nervous because his sister isn't answering his texts or his phone calls. He goes outside to try to use the vending machine to get a soda uh, and call his sister for the 14th time. Uh, Naturally, Mm -hmm. his uh, coins get stuck in the soda machine and his soda gets stuck in the... He's not getting his soda. So he's like, oh, the soda, I'm really thirsty. Here comes Biker Jerry. And he like puts a good roundhouse on the soda machine and the soda comes out. Mm. And... uh, you know, Jerry's half in the bag, so he grabs Keith and he's like, <laughs> I got you, you little man. Here's what I'm doing. Uh, but in this little, you know, kind of exchange, Keith, like, touches Keith's biker vest. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And or not Keith? Yeah, Keith touches yeah. Jerry's biker vest, and this pisses Jerry right off. He's like, "Hey, man, you don't touch a ma- another man's vest." And he shows him the back of the vest, and it says "Lone Wolf" on it, or something like that. And he's like, "You know what that means? That means I'm a lone wolf, you motherfucker. You don't touch my vest unless you're ready to fight or fuck." And Keith's like, "Oh, really? Sorry about that. I don't want to do either one of those things." Uh. So Jerry leaves him alone. He's like, well, if you change your mind about the fucking, I'm in room seven. I know. Get ready for an ass pounding. I was like, what? Well, that just took a a gay turn, didn't it? Wow. One of your heads is starting to bleed on the shelf behind you. Really? That's cool. That's uh, Kong Tim Skull. Well, which one? You know, this is a weird old house there, Tim. (laughs) So things like that happen. And I like to think it's because of my personality, but that's Ooh, probably not accurate. Bleeding. I don't know. Who cares? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he's like, I'm a lone wolf. And then there's like that kind of got gay for a second. Yes. Like, I think Jerry would have actually had sex with Keith. Yeah. If Keith were up for I it. was like a big biker guy. Come on. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Have you ever seen the village people? Yes, I have. There you go. Village people have a biker. Not nearly as intimidating as Jerry, mind you, but they still have a biker. Uh, regardless, uh, Keith is now completely freaking out. So he's like, Ugh. goes back to his room. He's mm-hmm. pretty sure that, uh, you know, something weird is going on. So he goes out to his car and he's like, he's like pacing back and forth, trying to get a hold of his sister. Uh, eventually Chester comes out and Chester's like, Hey man, what's going on? I, I heard you, I heard this going kind of a kerfuffle at the vending machine. He's like, things are really weird here. I think I'm going to find another place to stay. <laughs> and in the throes of this conversation, Chester's like, well, all right, man, if, if Rachel comes by, I'll tell her you went somewhere else. Keith gets in his car to leave. And he's like, wait a minute. I never told him my sister's name. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. So he gets out and he's like, how did you know my sister's name? I never told you that. And Chester's like, oh, uh, yeah, you did. You said it a few minutes ago or something. And then now uh, Keith is all fired up. He goes right back to his room and immediately calls the police. He's like, Ugh, mm. Keith is a shit magnet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to oh be my. fair, I am portraying him a lot dorkier than he actually was. I mean, he was he was a hipster. Oh, he was? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had, like, the, the button-up shirt and the Coke bottle glasses and all that. Oh, okay. A bit of a doofus. Yes, also. definitely. Do you feel that I'm portraying him accurately? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm a little nasal, more nasally than he was, but No, whatever. that's how he talked, too. Like Willard. A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just not as stylish of a dresser. Right. Willard, Willard was hot, <laughs> yeah. I thought, yeah. in, a, in a weird, ratty... <laughs> rodent kind of a but same kind of demeanor you know just a little little weaselly kind of a fuck face Mm -hmm. it makes total sense that he'd be an internet troll you know yes you're a semen receptacle (laughs) you married the woman i was gonna marry all right anyway uh so now he's all fired off he goes inside and calls the cops local Mm -hmm. sheriff sheriff comes out and he's like well what's going on here (coughs) yeah this is where things get weird uh, sheriff's walking around. Chester comes out to meet him, and so does uh, Keith. Keith mm-hmm. is like, eh, I think he's got my sister somewhere. He knew her name, and I never told him her name. And he's like, all right, have you seen this man's sister? And he's like, you mean Rachel? And he's like, no, I haven't seen her yet. I don't know what's what he's even talking about. Uh, the cop's like, all right, well, I'm going to take – I don't want to have to deal with this. The cop is kind of, a, kind of an a-hole. Yeah. But um, – like, he just didn't want to come here, and he would rather be watching TV somewhere, which is fine. I understand that. 
But uh, he comes out and he's like, as they're having this conversation, the three of them, Rachel actually shows up. And she's like, hey, I'm right here. Here I mm-hmm. am. And we find out that uh, Chester actually knew her name because he sent Keith a f- Facebook friend request, which uh, Keith chose to ignore mm-hmm. while he was in his room. So that kind of makes sense. And he kind of took a, a quick sneak peek at uh, Keith's profile. And that's mm-hmm. how he got his sister's name because suddenly him and Keith are bros, I guess. Sort of. Yeah, but he could have heard him say the sister's name when he was calling Yeah, he her could too. have. Yeah. It's, we're jumping to some conclusions mm-hmm. by calling the police, I'd say. That's what I thought. Did Why you? would the police come, oh, I didn't tell this guy my name, but he knew it. Can yeah. you show up? Ooh, I'm pretty sure he's got my sister somewhere chopped up. <laughs> All right. Calm the hell down, dude. So that's kind of weird. Uh, the cop's like, oh, well, I guess since she's here, I guess we don't have a problem, right? And he's like, well, I guess not. So he leaves. Now, uh, mm-hmm. now this part is kind of weird because the cop is there mm-hmm. and, uh, th- okay, Chester turns to talk to Keith and he's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry about fucking with you about your sister. And Keith's like, uh, it's, it's okay, I guess. And then Chester like hauls off and punches himself in the face, mm-hmm. <laughs> square in the face. He's like, ah, fuck, what'd you hit me for? And then the officer is like, did you just assault that man? And Larry, or, uh, Keith is like, uh, no. <laughs> and he's like, you just punched me in the goddamn face. And Rachel's there. She's like, Keith, why did you punch him in the face? And he's like, I'm going to take you in. And then, you know, Chester's like, no, no, officer. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of deserve that. I was fucking with him and everything, everything's okay now. So just don't, don't, don't even worry about it. So that was kind of weird. I mean. Yeah, it was. Uh, we we kind of went into Tyler Durden land there for mm-hmm. a second, which was a little strange. I mean, we already know that Chester's got a, a screw loose. Yeah. But now we, we know that he may have like a carburetor missing or something. But we'll know why. Yeah, it's we're going to get there in a second. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he keeps now... <laughs> As the converse, as the the cop leaves and everything's copacetic for a minute, but as the conversation progresses between Chester, Rachel, and Keith, Chester maintains that Keith punched him in the face, and like every time he makes mention of Keith punching him in the face, he he throws Keith like a quick little wink, like <laughs> yeah, really, I gotcha. but yeah, yeah, well, we're just gonna keep pretending that you did. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of weird. Um, Keith and Rachel go back to the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chester goes back to his to you know being the nighttime clerk or whatever it is. Pretty soon there's a knock on the door and it's Chester and he's got two Hawaiian looking drinks mm-hmm. and he's like you know hey, I feel terrible about what happened I shouldn't have fucked with you these are these are for you two on the house I'm gonna leave you now you you guys just mm-hmm. hang out and he starts to leave and I feel like everything might have been copacetic if if they had just closed the door mm-hmm. but Rachel's like. Oh, let's have a drink. Let's all have a drink to to hash this out. That's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. It's time to close the door and go to bed, kids. Mm-hmm. Instead, they hang out and they go to the uh, the poolside area. You know what that reminded me of? What? That Strangers sequel. Oh, really? Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah, totally. Oh. With all the neon and the pool. You know? Oh, I'm trying to think of what movie I watched where there was a murder happening at, at a motel. Well, the, the oh. Pray at Night was a trailer park. Yeah. But it was like a weird seasonal trailer park where you could rent trailers and stuff. So, Shit. <coughs> excuse me. There's always murders happening at sleazy motels. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they now they're all getting hammered out by the pool, and uh, I don't know what time it is or what time of year it is, but it's got to be pushing like like three o'clock, three in the morning right? at least. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, they're all getting hammered. Uh, eventually, mm. Rachel passes out there mm-hmm. in the weird lawn furniture area. Um, Keith and uh, De- uh, Chester continue drinking, and they compl- get fucking shit faced. Yeah, and we get a confession from Keith. Uh, turn out, and this is where we get the, the reveal of our backstory. Keith mm-hmm. was actually at one point dating the young lady that is about to get married. Mm-hmm. And he was on the verge of asking her to marry him, but she broke up with him the day before he had this whole plan in, pr- in progress. So that really sucks. He's obviously still in love with her. Uh, Facebook trolls her all the, every chance he gets, but it looked like he was trolling a lot of people. Yeah. So good for him. I like that. That's fun. <laughs> um. So from there, he he tells Keith or uh, Chester. He tells Chester. He's like, I wrote her a letter. I wrote her the letter that was gonna end all letters, and I was gonna oh. deliver it to her. I wrote this the day after she dumped me, and I was gonna tell her everything. So he's got the letter in his hand, Mm -hmm. and he gives it to Chester to read. Chester reads it, and he gets all emotional. Oh, man, that's beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing I ever read. He's getting all emotional with it. Like, all right, that's weird. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of fun. And he's like, you know what? After they say their vows and they say their right dues, I'm going to go up, and I'm going to hand her this letter, and she's going to fall apart. He's like, yeah, all right, pal. So... uh. After that, it's fine. Everything's cool. Um, he's like, you know what? I'm I'm way too drunk. I got to get some sleep. I got to go to this wedding tomorrow. We're going to bed. So he wakes Rachel mm-hmm. up, and Rachel, him and Rachel go to bed, like back at the hotel room. Uh, I assume maybe an hour or two went by, and yeah. there's a big, a lot of yelling and screaming coming from outside their hotel room. So they crack the window a little bit, and what they see is the crazy gay biker, Jerry, uh, like, Yelling and screaming. Some somebody has defaced his motorcycle, <laughs> and by defaced I mean they drew a big cock on the gas tank, <laughs> which I kind of got a chuckle out of. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of wacky. Oh, we got a low battery. <clears throat> we'll be fine. We'll make it. Um. So Jerry's out there. He's all pissed off because somebody drew a big cock and balls on his uh, his motorcycle. He's like, God damn it! What the fuck is going on? Pretty soon, here comes Chester, and he's like, hey, it looks like somebody put a little extra crotch in your crotch rocket. They get into a fist fight right there, because, of course, Chester was the one that drew the dick on his his gas tank. Uh, Make a long story short, Chester kills Jerry right there in front of uh, Keith and uh, Rachel. They come out, and they're like, oh, you should stop. Stabs him in the ear with a switchblade. Yeah. Which is a hell of a feat to do when it comes to big gay bikers. I imagine they're (laughs) tough customers, right? So that's pretty gnarly. <clears throat> they saw it, and then, you know, Chester acts like it was an accident. He's like, oh, oh he ain't moving, man. Uh, I think he's dead. Oh, what are we going to do? Uh, they're like, we have to call the cops. Uh. Uh, Chester's like, you know what? You're, you're right. We got to do the right thing here. I'll call the cops myself. Can you just go get, go get me some vodka? <laughs> so they're like, yeah. Uh, they go back to the bar, and they get behind the bar and find a bottle of vodka. But while they're back there, they have a very intelligent conversation, and Rachel's like, there's no fucking way he's calling the cops. We need to call the cops mm-hmm. and get them out here ourselves. 
So they do the right thing, and they make their own phone call to the cops. And they're like, when they get a hold of the dispatcher, she's like, oh, yeah, he already called us. We already got a guy out there on his way. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Cops are on the way. Uh, They're kind of freaking out, though, because pretty soon here comes Chester into the bar, and he's like, hey, what's the holdup? Rachel kind of spazzes out and takes that bottle of vodka and smashes it over his head. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now he's like, he goes unconscious, which, okay, things are are starting to get a little wacky here. So they go running out of there while Chester is unconscious. As they're running out, the same cop pulls back up, and he's like, hey, what's going on here? There's a murder. So he draws his weapon, and he's holding his weapon on uh, Keith and Rachel. But didn't they make the discovery in the bar when they were in there? Yes. Yes. Well, before they left, they found the dead bodies mm-hmm. of the two elderly owners inside the bar now we know they're the owners because there's a bunch of pictures of them all over the place (laughs) in this hotel and something else we glazed over is that there is a closed circuit security camera hidden in the air vents of each and every room so periodically while keith was making his uh very trollish facebook posts uh we would get like a a found footage shot of him from the uh, air vent making these shot making these uh posts So the cop comes, he rolls up, he's like, I heard there was a murder, freeze, everybody put your hands up. Yeah. At this point, Chester comes out with blood gushing out of his head, and he's like, oh, officer, they hit me in the head with a bottle. (laughs) And the officer's like, ma'am, did you hit him in the head with a a bottle of vodka and knock him out? And she's like, yes, but all right, everybody on the ground right now. And poor Chester's like, I don't, uh... And he's like, look, there's a dead body over there. And the officer looks, of course, the body of Jerry has been removed. So he's like, there ain't no fucking dead body. I think this is horse shit. Now, mind you, the the police officer in question already thinks Keith is a fuck face, which I think we all agree on already at this yeah. point. Um, so as like he's getting ready to arrest Keith for assaulting uh, and Rachel, probably for assaulting Chester mm-hmm. while he's like holding him at gunpoint, Chester sneaks up on the cop and puts a zip tie around his yeah. neck. Yeah. This part I thought was particularly funny. Yeah, this was because pretty good. He snaps the zip tie on and the officer's like, ah, ah, ah. And then Chester <laughs> starts following him around going, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And the officer's like, ah, ah, get, get him. And Chester just keeps going, are you all right, officer? Officer, are you all right? What can I do? And he's like, I can <laughs> And then he just collapses. And Chester's like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> I was just fucking with you. <coughs> oh, that's funny. I thought it was funny. I thought like, it was. He keeps like half-ass reaching for the officer, but like with alligator arms. I know. Oh, what am I going to do? Uh, can I help, officer? Officer, what, what's going on? Get the fucking thing off me. No, no. <laughs> Don't think so. Oh, it was good times. Anyway, uh, so now the officer is dead too also. So now we have uh, two dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Actually, four if you count the owners. Uh, so at this point, uh, Chester grabs the officer's taser and tases uh, Keith as he tries to run away. Mind you, Rachel has already been zip tied. Mm-hmm. So this part is kind of stupid because, you know, Keith is unconscious from being tased. Rachel is trying to drag his like half conscious body away from Chester. Chester has tased him, thus the, the prongs are sticking into... Um, Keith. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like he's walking a dog. Like every time Keith starts to get up, he zaps him again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Rachel is going, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. 
No, come on, come on. Eventually, they get almost to like the cop car, uh-huh. and then he just pulls them both out, and he's like, ah, fuck this. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty gnarly. Uh, from there, he's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come clean with you guys. Uh, yes, I, I didn't technically kill the previous owners. They actually, he gives them this long winded story about how, uh, the old man had cameras in all the rooms and he was beating off and selling the videotapes and that's all well and good. The wife caught him. Mm -hmm. They got into a huge argument, ended up killing each other. And then he just happened to be there when it happened. So he's like, well, shit, I need money. I'll run this place. So, I mean, it's a. It sounds like a decent story. It's yeah. obviously horseshit, right? Is it though? I mean, I well, wondered. in the scope of the movie and what we learn <laughs> as we go down the road, we know that yes, it is in fact horseshit. Regardless, mm-hmm. uh, they he takes them both. He he gives like uh, Keith like a like a fucking. It was an oxygen mask. Yeah. Like, Keith tries to run, he tackles him, puts an oxygen mask on him. Where did he get an oxygen mask? Probably from the old couple. I'll buy that, sure. Mm-hmm. So he puts an oxygen mask on him. Here comes Rachel, who's still zip-tied, by the way. Uh, he does like a roundhouse on her and throws her on top of Keith and gives her the oxygen mask. Mm-hmm. So they kind of you know, go into like a weird psychedelic thing here for a minute. When Keith wakes up, he's tied to a floaty in the pool. And there's like a weird musical interlude where Chester is like dancing around uh, singing some old 70s funk songs. Um, when Keith wakes up, he is fucked up, man. He's like the the whole pool is spinning and he's seeing doubles and triples. And it's like a music video here for a second or two. Uh, eventually, Chester lets him out and he's like, hey, man, I'll hit you with a double dose of ayahuasca. You're going to be flying for a couple of days. And Keith is like, where's Rachel? Where's my sister? I don't I don't even know. I don't want to go to a wedding. He's like, oh, your sister's fine. She's in one of the rooms sleeping it off. You know what, though, man? You got ayahuasca running through your veins. You need to let your truth flow, brother. It's got to flow through you like a fucking lightning bolt. So he takes Keith back to his hotel room, mm-hmm. and he takes Keith's smartphone and goes live on Twitter, tagging all the people that he's trolled all over the, the you know, for however long he's been trolling. And we he makes him basically videotape a confession stating that he is uh, the alter ego and that he's been posting all these horrible oh, comments. that sucked. It, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Troy's in the house. What's up, Troy? Hi, Troy. So that's pretty gnarly. Uh, mm-hmm. Now the tru- the ugly truth is out. You, Keith, are indeed a fuckhead. Mm-hmm. If we didn't already know. <coughs> He's like, all right, man, now that you've let it all out and we know that you're actually programming flaw or whatever that fucking cyber personality was, you know what? Doesn't that feel great? Aren't you alive, brother? Mm. And he's like, I just want to see my sister. Mm. So he's like, oh, shit, man, your sister's in the bathroom. Go ahead. So he opens up the bathroom. Naturally, his sister is dead. Uh, She's like been strangled, I think, or zip tied to a fucking... What was that? The toilet or Some, something? Yeah, something like that. She's she's dead. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. So that sucks. He's like, oh, no, my sister is dead. And it still wasn't morning yet. No. This is <laughs> this is like, thir- yeah. she was pretty, like, pale already. I, she'd like been, she'd been dead for a while. Yeah. I think this movie took place in Barrow, Alaska. <laughs> it's a 30-day 30, 30 night is what it is. Except uh, it's, it's much warmer in this part of Barrow, Alaska, because they have swimming pools and... 
they don't really wear jackets or anything, which is strange. And there's no vampires either. It's a weird sub. <laughs> yeah. It's like a you know subculture of Barrow, Alaska. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so he's like, oh, my sister. And then he's like, as he comes out, he's like, hey, guess what, brother? I finally set you free. And then he shows him where he posted to the wedding party the confession, as well as a screen grab of the long-winded letter that he wrote. And then he starts reading him the comments from the wedding party. You're such a fucking asshole. What's your fucking problem? Oh, you're uh, this guy. You've been trolling me for years, you cocksucker. All this terrible stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty good. He's all fired off now. So he's like, just kill me. I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> he's like, well, all right, man, I'm a serial killer. I guess that's what I'll do. I'll, t- I'll take a little souvenir and then that's what, you know. So then these two, now mind you, uh, Keith is like high on ayahuasca, or at least he's pretending to be. He's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Just take me to the wedding and then kill me on that hill and roll my body down there. That'll be the perfect <laughs> fuck you for everybody. All right. At this point, at this point, you had to know that some he was full of shit, right? Yeah. That's dumb. Kill me on the top of the mountain and roll me down. Ah, oh, it's stupid. Anyway, Chester falls for it. He's like, "All right, brother, we're gonna do it." And part of this ridiculous plan is that they're gonna take Rachel's body also and mm-hmm. roll them both down the hill into the wedding, which is another level of stupid. Regardless, uh, that's the plan. So they load up Rachel's body in Rachel's car. And they're like, oh, okay, here here we go. We're going to start the ways. And they start driving towards the wedding. And, uh, you know, at some, we're, we have to pretend that um, Keith is still high on ayahuasca. So he's like, I'm going to tell you a joke of my own. Yeah. There's two guys in a car and they're crazy. And one of them says to the other, hey, what would you be? You would be Rachel's dog. And he's like, yeah, I'd be Rachel's dog. That's pretty funny, man. <laughs> So he's like, no, you'd be Rachel's dog because she had her car modified and there's no airbag in that seat. And I'm going to drive us into a brick wall. <laughs> and then he drives presumably into a brick wall, yeah, uh, which probably would have killed both of them, really. And then mm-hmm. after that, we start rolling ending credits and we start seeing all these wanted posters for Keith, not uh, Chester. Which brings up an interesting point that Monica brought to my attention before the show. There is a possibility that Chester never actually existed and that Keith was the one doing all the killing the whole way through. That's what I feel like. I don't think he would have killed his sister. But if you're mental... Well, yeah, if you don't know the difference. Yeah. I don't know, man. Has anybody out there seen I'm Just Fucking With You? It's... uh. It's got some funny moments. I think it's more it's comedy. It's worth a watch, yeah, definitely. Totally. I, think yeah. it's, I think it's more comedy than anything else. Definitely worth a watch. Um, yeah, and then you can tell us what you think really happened. I, I'm going to I'm gonna disagree with Monica. I think it was actually <laughs> Chester. And I think he somehow survived and managed to alter the weird uh, Pervo videotape or... Just destroy it altogether so that nobody knew he was ever there. But it was weird because there was no footage of Chester anywhere in those mug shots and stuff. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but they were calling it the Pink Hotel Massacre. So you have to want, or if Chester did die in the crash, he would be another one of the victims, right? Maybe. Because that's what kind of a sicko uh, Keith is. Maybe. I don't know. We won't know. Let us know. Check it out. It's on Hulu right now. It's called I'm Just Fucking With You. It's part of their Into the Dark series. Mm-hmm. Um, this one had some pretty good gore. Yeah, right? I thought so. For being That's a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Biker guy gets stabbed in the ear. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, I get oh the uh, the zip tie thing, but that wasn't very gory. No, with the cop, but that would be a horrible way. That to would die. be terrible because he staggered around for like five minutes. Yeah, I he thought just I, didn't just die already, <laughs> man. Talk. I thought I thought it was funny because Chester's just following him around, going, "Can I help? How can I help, officer? <laughs> officer, what's wrong? <laughs> officer, what do I do? Get this fucking thing off of me!" <coughs> I got a little chuckle out of that. Don't cops carry a knife or something? You would think so. I mean, wouldn't you like try to cut it off? I would. I mean, it's worth it. I a mean, shot. he had like seven minutes of staggering around. Yeah. Come up with something, man. Mm-hmm. You can't just. Ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. I don't care. Okay. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's pretty. What did you think of. Uh, I'm just fucking with you. I liked it. I've already watched this three times. Three times. <laughs> three times. All righty. I will say it had a very a very stunning aesthetic to it. A lot of uh, hot pinks and like baby blues. Very, you know, it it definitely had a look to it. The only part that really annoyed me was the pool scene with the lights and stuff. I thought that was the best part. I did. You mean the psychedelic? I, yeah, one? that part reminded me of uh, what was that other one? Neon Demons. Yeah, a little bit. So I was like, get rid of this part. I could see that. <laughs> Great show, guys. Thanks, parole officer. Thank you for joining us, too, Jesse. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> little hostility there. I saw that. Ooh. So I say check it out. It's definitely, You'll get a couple chuckles out of it, if nothing else, I think. That was I'm Just Fucking With You from uh, 2019 on Hulu's Into the Dark series. Uh, why don't we take us a little break, and mates, and we'll come back with some other stuff, yeah? G'day mate, welcome to Australia. Home of baby-eating dingoes, 100 different animals ready to kill ya, Mick Taylor, Mick Dundee, and 20 other guys called Mick. Oh, and the dumbest bloke on planet Earth. I'm Ben, and I'm here to learn about horror films. But fear not, I've come to help this poor special needs kid as I make him sit down and watch some of the greatest and not-so-greatest horror films out there in our podcast, Horror for Dummies. Hooray! So join us every week on the Pattern Room Network as we talk about horror films old and new and listen to some favorite tracks while we spray some spiders. So the question stands, where the bloody hell are ya? So jump onto your kangaroo and hop on over to the Padded Room Network.
If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Monica? Yes. Why is it not that hard for me to imagine you as the killer and I'm just fucking with you? Oh, like because f- I'm that person. You are, but I feel like if you were left to your own devices in a shitty hotel Ooh. and you had carte blanche to just dick with people when they came in for a room any way you felt like, <laughs> it would very quickly devolve to murder. I'm not saying you would kill a police officer or an angry biker, but I could definitely see you putting away like a, a, a lonely college girl or 
um, possibly like some somebody on social media. I could see you stabbing somebody in the neck and being like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. Don't take it so seriously. I would probably give people laxatives. That's and what I'm like talking about. Visine and their drink. That fits into our uh, our fucking with you hotel that we're going to open. Yes, you I'm know, a prankster like that. You know they don't make Visine that way anymore. I know that's shitty. We did that. Once so did I. To when I was a bartender, boss. I used to fuck with people if they weren't tipping me enough. Boop boop. Really? Yep. There you go. Here's your next beer on the house. This one's on the house, buddy. Now go ahead on the the bath men's room is that way. <laughs> Don't forget. Oh shit! Are you ready to get into the 2019 Terra Dome tournament, my dear? Absolutely. Let's do it. The Terra Dome starts now. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I tried to be crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. To the Terradome. Before we get into our first fights of the year, let's just do a quick run through of the rules and regulations and how this game is played, inmates. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. The Terradome tournament is a 32 team single elimination tournament. One, uh, two divisions, actually. One for singles, one for teams. We have compiled a list of 32 of your favorite horror villains and 32 of your favorite. Teams of villains, and by teams I mean like that's where you have your archetypes, your ghosts, your vampires, your werewolves, your religious cults, your killer dolls, and we've pit them against each other to find out who the baddest motherfucker of the year is and his cohort on the team side. Mm -hmm. So how do we decide these fights, Monica? What we do is I announce the fights every week with a Mm -hmm. little bit of fan fiction to lead us in. You then have seven days. Seven days. Mm-hmm. To call a write in with your votes. Your votes are going to count as double. Listener votes count as two votes. Our votes, the myself, Buddy, and Monica, our votes only count as singles. Yeah. Uh, winner stays, loser pays, as the saying goes. In the event of a tie, whichever character has made the most appearances in, a mo- in movies or uh, television or anything like that wins. In the event of a double tie, and both competitors have tied in votes and uh, TV and movie appearances. Then we go to a sudden death elimination in which I call former co-hosts of the padded room and whichever one we get a hold of first and answers uh, the the fight, votes on the fight, decides the winner. 
Okay. Any questions, Monica? You know how this game is played. Yeah, let's play. So we have uh, went ahead and compiled. We're going to do our first team, our first uh, matchup tonight. But before we do that, let's get into who is representing who. Oh, we have to make our picks as well, Monica. Oh, okay. Are you ready for that? Yes. I was until earlier today when somebody shot me a text message and said that they wanted the guy that I had in mind. Oh, no. So we have Tim in Australia. He's taking Jason Voorhees and the Predators. Sean is taking Kayako and the Werewolves. Lance is taking Chucky and the Cenobites. Jaleesa's is in with Freddy and the Xenomorphs. Alan is taking Charlie and the Witches. Tom Hardy is taking Celine and the Critters. Troy has Pazuzu and the Nightbreed. Emma has... Hannibal Lecter and the Killer Clowns, and we can now add Paul, who has chosen Art the Clown, who I was going to pick. Thank you very much for that. And uh, the Zombies. Monica, who would you like in this year's tournament, baby doll? Oh my god, I just realized (coughs) our number one fan didn't pick. Who's that? Crack House Matt is not no, on the list. You're not yet. Matt, you better get your You better get pick your pick in. in, you son of a bitch. Uh, okay. Well, for teams, I want the Gremlins. Of course. <laughs> and uh, singles? Oh. Well, you know, I'm going to go for the old fart. What the hell? Dracula? No, the tall man. The tall? You're taking the tall man. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. You're going to get some shit for that. It's a very con- I know. It's a very controversial pick. Uh, one rule that we d- I should mention right now, since this has creeped up uh, in years past, if a celebrity, like an actual celebrity, not somebody being a fuckface and impersonating one, calls in and votes, that's a, that's a sudden kill. That's okay. A, that's an immediate kill. Okay. And the reason we implement this rule is because two years ago, Don Coscarelli himself yes. called in and voted for the tall man. Uh-huh. And we didn't have that rule back then, but regardless, <laughs> that, that's a whole other fucking thing. So Monica is in with the tall man and the gremlins. I am going to be a maverick this year. <clears throat> I'm going to take Matthew Cordell, the maniac <clears throat> cop in singles. Okay. In teams... Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold move. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out of left field on this one, and I'm going to take the Silent Hill nurses because they're sexy, hmm. and I think sexy gets you a lot farther than than anything else. <laughs> At least in my book, it does. <laughs> and with that, good to know. that's what I'm saying. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our first fight of the year. First fight, two fights of the year. All right, this is the 2019 Terradome Tournament Singles Division Asylum Conference Round 1. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I am not a very good writer. The play area had been set and the prey let loose. Closed-circuit security cameras were streaming live footage from every possible angle of the old funeral home. Chrome Skull entered, Morningside Funeral Home ready to earn his paycheck. The Prey, an elusive group of college students that had asked too many questions and gotten too close to the organization's financial records. Easy prey for a killer of his caliber. Rounding a dark corner, he stopped in his tracks by a familiar but unexpected sight, a dead body. One of the students. This was not part of his mission parameter. He worked alone, and if the organization had hired another killer, they should have told him. Upon inspection of the carcass, he surprised yet again. Embedded in the young lady's chest cavity is a projectile of unknown origin, a smooth and shiny sphere with a singular drill bit burrowing further and further into the girl's torso. 
In the singles competition, we have Chrome Skull versus the Tall Man. <laughs> now, oh wow! I know, I know how you're going to vote. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> and I'm going to have to agree with you because it only makes sense. Uh, that's two for Chrome Skull, yes? No, <laughs> the Tall Man. That's two for the Tall Man, of course. I like Chrome Skull. Uh, he's a, he's a good slasher, but there's really no, he's just a dude. Yeah, he's at the just end of the day, dude. tough as nails. I'll give him that, and he's mm-hmm. good at killing. Uh, he's pretty good. I will give him. He's good with the knife. He's good with a knife, but it's mm-hmm. against like innocent girls. Yeah, and you know, gangly looking dudes and drug addicts yeah. and things like that. He's not going to do shit against an interdimensional conqueror like oh, the tall man. No, there's no way. No way, dude. Those, Those balls will kill him. The before. balls will. Kill, he's got a reach advantage. Yeah, you know, he's got a ranged attack. Uh huh. I like. And if all else fails, the big ball from number what five four, four, four sphere, will just come. And ravager, kill him. fucking stupid. <laughs> He'll level the whole town. That's exactly. a dumb. That's a dumb fucking movie. I'm sorry. All right, let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? We are still in the Asylum Conference round one. The Church of the Sainted Mother had been called many things. Polygamists, pedophiles, hate mongers, murderers, human traffickers, sadists, and even devil worshippers. But none of the charges could stick in a court of law, and that was a cold hard fact. The court of public opinion, on the other hand, was a different story. The church's members were being beaten in the streets, homes were being firebombed, and lives destroyed. Mm. With no other choice, the faithful choose to follow their leader underground. Some members of the congregation remain in society to filter finances. The rest flee to a new home. The long-abandoned structure of Dr. Vanicott's home for the criminally insane. The old hospital had been abandoned since the early 50s, since the Great Fire of 1952, which claimed the lives of the inmates and most of the staff. The church and its members would live in peace there, away from the prying eyes of a cruel, godless world. Team's competition, we have the religious cult versus the vengeful ghosts. How say you, Monica? Mm, I'm going to go with the ghosts, vengeful ghosts. I got to go with the ghosts as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, would, I could see the religious cult taking like a uh, home invader's. Yeah, or maybe a purger, or the children of the corn, even. But against when you when you bring supernatural into the equation, yeah, you can't kill what's already dead. You can't, and no. what, you know, you can't pray away the the, <laughs> the ghosts. No, you, know, you can't make sacrifices to them or uh-uh. whatever. So I'm t- for that reason, I'm taking the ghosts as well. Yeah, that's two for the ghosts, uh, zero for the religious cult, and two for the tall man, zero for Chrome Skull. Get us your votes by next mm-hmm. week, inmates, if you can. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or you get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Think about those. And you know what? If you don't want to vote on the Terror Dome, that's fine. Just drop us a line. Let us know you're listening. Tell us what you think think of the show. Mm -hmm. If you want to troll us, that would be cool too. Mm -hmm. I'm still looking forward to our first troll. Other than Crack House or uh, Multiple Mics. <laughs> crack House Matt been known to troll us from time to time, too. Son of a gun. I love him dearly, but sometimes he gets a little angry at us for no particular reason. Think about that, inmates. We'll do the same. While you're doing that, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? 
I only got to watch one movie this week, but mm. it was pretty good. It's called Pusher from 1996. Uh-huh. This was the first movie that Nicholas Winding Refn made. You'll remember him from The Neon Demon. Oh. Um, this one's much better. This one's more of a crime drama than uh-huh. a uh, uh, horror film, but it, there are some pretty brutal scenes. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen in it, is in it. Oh, okay. He plays a, like a low-level thug, which is weird because he's so pretty. Uh-huh. You know, to see him with like a shaved head and like neck tattoos oh, wow. and stuff. But uh, it's basically a week in a life of this low-level drug dealer where he thinks he's got a big score. Cops show up and bust it, and now he's has no drugs and no money. So he's got to go back to the, the kingpin that lent him the drugs. Oh, boy. Yeah. And th- every time he thinks he's going to fix it, he just digs himself th- deeper and deeper and oh, deeper. Oh, that's the worst. It is. Yes. Uh, needless to say, a lot of people get killed, and oh, uh, nothing really works out the way it's supposed to. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> it's bad. Apparently, there's a English version of this movie of the same title. It's, okay. It's like an Americanization, but it's from England instead. Because this movie is actually Danish. Okay. So I almost feel like I watched the English version. You might have. It's also huh. called Pusher. I'll have to look. Uh, at there's the two cover more, of it. The two sequels to it. I can't wait to watch those. They oh. both have Mads Mikkelsen in them. Also. Oh, okay, that's cool. Definitely worth checking out. That's all I'm looking at, Monica. What do you got? Uh, well, I got to check out Deadwood the movie. Oh, that's already out. Yeah. Did you watch the? the did you follow the show? Yes, I did. I love that show. Yeah. I didn't know it was out already. I Yeah, it's out. Okay. It's... I'm going to have to brown that up. I was a little sad. Why? Somebody dies. <laughs> Who dies? Timothy, uh, Seth Bullock? Just tell me. I... No. Not Al Swearingen. <laughs> no. Oh, no. But I hate, like, I... He was my favorite dude. I know. And it, somehow, I swear, I... I thought this movie was two hours long. I could be wrong, but the movie like came and went so fast. And when the end came, I was like, "What? That's oh how no! It ends? What the fuck? It can't end like this." Oh. <laughs> so let me ask horrible. you. L- let me ask you this: You followed the show when it mm-hmm. was on, right? Mm-hmm. So how did they handle uh, the character of Psy? Because Powers Booth has has died since the show was. Which one was Cy? If you tell me which guy he was, he was I'll know. the he was the guy that owned the high end brothel. Al had like the low end brothel. Yeah, he and he still does. Is he? Would they just have somebody else play him? Because he was played by Powers Booth in the original series. I don't. This movie was solely focused on uh, the oh god, the mayor dude or whatever ma- his name oh, was. Oh, uh, Larry. Was it Larry? It was. It, it, yeah. Hi, my name's Larry, and this is my brother Daryl. No, 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 no. Okay, the mayor was staying at his little okay. hotel. Uh, oh God! I thought he I, was the mayor, wasn't he? No, it's the other guy. Uh, oh, the Delta Burke's husband in real life. Oh, Gerald McCrane. Yes. Oh, yes. he's not the mayor. Okay, who is he? It was he, focused on um, him. And then he was a oh, fucking um, he was a he's a dick face. Yes, he is. Um, he wanted to kill Trixie. And then Al put the fucking yeah, put the other hooker in the coffin. Um, that's Herbst. kind of how it still continues his on. Name, his name was Herbst. And if I remember it, the, they were getting ready to go to war uh-huh. at the end of the series because Hal had uh, what was his name? Cho or Chan? The his little Oh, uh, the Asian guy. It started bringing in all these Asian guys yes. to fight for him. Yeah, and Herps started bringing in all of his guys, and they were going to war. But then Hal like killed that other hooker and told 
Herbst that that was Trixie right. instead. Right. And then Herbst was like, "All right, I'm leaving now. I don't. This town has nothing for me." Yeah. No, he's still there because I, if I'm not mistaken, he saw Trixie because she couldn't oh. keep her mouth shut. Ah! And, yeah, she couldn't keep her mouth shut and comes <coughs> running out on the balcony, screaming at him, and I'm like. And even he's like, you you weren't supposed to be seen. Oh, no, because that was the last, the very last episode was Herbst leaving. And uh, like Cy was about ready to shoot him from the balcony of his place. Yeah. And, and what, but then he like chickened out and one of his hookers like pulled her tits out. And he's like, ah! And then he was going to kill the hooker instead. But then she pulled her boobs out and he's like, ah! Oh, yeah, no, man, she, fuck. She ended up getting married to the... Uh, the little oh. Weasley guy? Yes! That owns, owns the hor- uh, the hardware store. Yes. Oh, fucking. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen eventually. Yeah, I was like, because when See, she See, they should have just kept the show going, man. Well, when she I gave birth, I was like, whose baby is that? And the parole officer is all, it's his baby. I'm like, how do you know, though? She was a prostitute. She was. It could, really could have been anybody's. Yeah, anybody's baby. I know. I, the, you know what I love the most about that show? We could uh-huh. do a whole other podcast just on Deadwood. How filthy they would talk, but how oh. eloquently they would do it. Yeah. Well, I do believe you is a <laughs> cocksucker, you know? <laughs> If you were to eat the ass out of a camel, then you, sir, would be a... <laughs> yeah, they still have the, the chicken there. Um, Which one? Oh, my God. Uh, Molly Molly Parker? She's in there, but the... Oh, the, the fucking chick. The Which one? shooter one. Oh, wow, Jane. Yes. She was great. She yeah. was my favorite part. She's still in there. Oh, yeah. She, she did a good scene in there, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. But I to... just felt it was, like, uh, too short. Like, Yeah. Oh, my God. It's already over? Well, I yeah. mean, oh, killed Al. Come on. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Uh, and then I got to watch this freaky movie called The Odds. Okay. Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. This movie is like two people in the movie. Oh. So this chick is in this room with this guy, and pretty much um, he, this guy tells her that <coughs> there's a live feed going, and there's like, I'm not, I'm not sure if there was like 20-some people in different locations, mm-hmm. and you have to perform a task to move on to win a million dollars. And so Sounds like a weird way to get laid. Yeah, there's a scene in there where she's got to, like, cut her fingers off. Like, put her foot in this box where he drills screws in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. pretty tense in there between her and him. Okay. But, um, yeah, she ends up winning. So it worked out good for her. And I watched uh, that stupid Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, the murder mystery (laughs) thing. Uh, But look at Oh, was he in there too? Yeah, oh, very nice. Yeah, maybe so I will watch it. He, he Does he take his shirt off at all, or <laughs> probably not? Huh? Damn it! No, it's not that kind of movie, Darian. <laughs> Keep yeah, your pants it's not on. That kind of movie. <laughs> but he's really entertaining. I love him. I yeah, it's pretty funny because Adam Sandler has no idea what's going on, and so when Jennifer and him are like talking on the airplane, he invites them to his yacht. Oh, he's the millionaire. Yeah, his yeah family millionaire, and so he's like, "Honey, we were supposed to take the bus and see how ham is made." <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, and I am on now. I'm almost done with Dexter, and I'm almost done with uh, Breaking Bad. And in the meantime, <laughs> Game of Thrones is still being ignored. I am so upset with Dexter. Oh, wait till you get into Game of Thrones. You're going to come in here and kick me in the nuts. Well, you know, I have been hmm. reading all kinds of stuff about Dexter. Yeah. Like, like the show ended, but like Showtime never officially said it was done. Okay. And um, even the guy that played Dexter never said the show was over. Right. So I'm like really hoping. Well, God, man, it's been like six years. I know. I know. But I just saw that they are getting ready to start shooting the Breaking Bad movie. Oh, okay. Woo! Nice. Yes. Very cool. So I'm excited. I'll have to revisit that, that one. Right on. Yeah, so that's all I've been looking at. Okay. Let's do a little immersion therapy. (laughs) Immersion therapy. Did you get a chance to watch Death House, Monica? Uh, yes. See what you see. What happened here? <laughs> you see what what what, what the, the problem is here? What's the problem? I mean, it, can, uh, we, I'm assuming we agree this is a bad movie. Yes, it is. Okay, thank you very much. And I think, the chick was so annoying. Which one? The, the officer? Yes. Or, uh, agent or whatever? Yeah, I wanted her to die. Like, um, just die. I was okay with that shower scene. Oh, that was odd, too. It was, yeah. <laughs> Okay, let, Monica, let's you and I go take a shower together, and we'll just pretend that everything's cool. Well, you know, just two uh, people of opposite sex taking taking a shower together. It happens. Yeah, and okay. we're going to just have a, like, this... A totally like, casual yeah. co- conversation. Oh, well, one of us is going to have a boner. I'm going to tell you right now. Are we just going to pretend that that didn't happen, too? Because that's, that's what's going down. Yeah, very weird. Very strange. What happened here, inmates, and this is something that I am not a huge fan of, is a fanboy got himself a huge budget and decided to make a horror film. Um, I would be okay with this if he had focused more on making a horror film and less on shoehorning uh, people from previous horror movies into the movie, which was clearly his uh, priority. Mm-hmm. Not a good show, man. It's uh, too fucking busy. There was so many scenes where I'm like, what is he... What's going on? Suddenly Sid, Sid Haig shows up and he stabs two people with icicles and then he vanishes. And the the guy's like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck was that? What uh, am I even watching right uh, now? If you just, just do, just, just make a horror film. Okay. Yes. You got Kane Hodder. That's great. You got mm-hmm. all these other people. That's great. Okay. Let's find something for them to do. Yeah. Let's not just shove them in front of the camera and uh, create, create a script around that because that's not going to work dude i feel like uh that's exactly what adam green did with hatchet and i don't feel like that worked either i know some people like hatchet but i am not one of them you know they could have if you were going to use all these actors you could have made a film where like um they're like certain members are like family and they live like on the other side of each other but they're murderers also at the same time Something like that, but this one was really bad. It, 
Okay, so the the original script was written by Gunnar Hansen, who was the original Leatherface. Okay. I would love to get my hands on that script and see what it actually said. Because I feel like whatever it is is better than what we saw. Mm. And I feel like, um, dude, you just you just wasted too much time and money getting all these people in front of the camera. Uh, yeah, and you know, it I was mean, just stupid. I mean, it was fine for a minute because you're like, oh, there's Felissa Rose. Oh, Barbara Crampton, D. Wallace. Oh, that's Brink Stevens in the background. But as soon as the novelty of that wears off, then you're like, what is the... What? They're yeah. in a, okay, so they're in a virtual prison and God's in the basement? Is that what... Bill Mosley is God? And uh, he's got his <laughs> six buddies with him? Then who the fuck are they? Yeah, I... Yeah. And they're all wearing like mysterious glowing body armor for apparently no reason. I like watch this, but I think mentally I just checked out. You can't. I mean, you, you can't. It's ve- it was very difficult for me to discern any kind of a storyline <laughs> from this. I got the basic premise. They're in this maximum security uh, mm-hmm. thing where all the uh, inmates are like the worst of the worst of the worst serial killers. Yeah. And then when the lights go out, they all get set free. Okay, I'm with you so far. Yeah, it was like watching 13 Ghosts in a way. I'm into that. But then yeah. they start jumping in and out of virtual reality. And Kane Hodder is supposed to be Hitler, I think. Or uh, yeah. some Hitler-like individual. It's, it's very confusing, man. I You failed, whoever, yes. uh, sir, whoever you are. I agree. All right. Well, that we, uh, we didn't pick a movie for this week, did we? All right, that is uh, the old uh, death house. Stay the fuck away from there, inmates, unless you just want to see what all these people look like uh, at this point in their lives. Uh, how about for this week we check out I Am Mother, starring uh, Rose Byrne and Hilary Swank. This one's directed by Grant Sputori. Uh, something about a robot kidnapping a kid, from the looks of it. So check that out. We'll do the same, and we can compare notes next week, yeah? Yeah. In the meantime, we have to educate you, Miss Monica. Oh, yes. Educating Miss Monica. I believe Alan nailed you with Wrong Turn Bloodlines yes. last week. Uh-huh. That's not a bad show. In the, wrong, yeah. in, the, in the span of the Wrong Turn franchise, that's uh-huh. one of the more tolerable ones. Yeah. I think the one with the, the escaped convicts was probably the worst. Uh, except, there's a, remember the scene where they're all in that one office room and that one short chick was like, we're not going to help him. We're staying in yeah, here. Yeah. And I was and like, And you can hear him screaming. Like, yeah. you fucking bitch. I know. But then I was like, these people are stupid. You're going to stay in this one little office yeah. building that they've already put a hole through the yeah. door. Yeah. They're so, a good fart, and they're going to be inside the room <laughs> yeah, with you, exactly. you jackass. Oh. All right, kid, hit us with some clues this week. Oh, you know, after watching this again, I really like this movie. Oh, boy. (laughs) This movie starts out with a severed arm and a dead foreman. In the meantime, we we move 90 miles south to the next town where they have relocated, and the town is on high alert. What is the sheriff going to do to protect everyone? The town hunters have decided to take the law into their own hands. Oh, boy, these idiots are outnumbered. They were all ripped to shreds. 
Now the storm of the century is moving into this town. Oh, shit. I think I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I might have you. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, <coughs> I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I always think I know what she is. I think that you might be thinking of what I think you're thinking. Then, I pr- then I'm probably wrong. Because if I am thinking of what you think I'm thinking, then it's clearly wrong. And you did that on purpose to make me think of what I am thinking. I didn't even think of it. After I read the clues and you thought you got it, or you're thinking you got it, I was like, oh, shit, that sounds like that one movie. It does. But I th- now, now that you mentioned it, I think I am wrong. Because you said something about being outnumbered, and that wouldn't make any sense. So I'm going to uh, spend the rest of my evening go- doing Google searches on this shit. Inmates, see if you can nail Monica. Uh, take those clues, run with them, see what you come up with. Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or hit us on the email. Let us know who you think Monica is. In the meantime, mm-hmm. I think that's all we got on the week, kiddo. You got anything else? No. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this. That helps us out quite a bit, inmates. We do have a Patreon cam- campaign running. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find out everything you need to know about us there. Mm-hmm. And all of our aff- affiliate shows here in the Padded Room Network. Uh, yeah. So in the meantime, join us next week. We're going to be doing The Body, mm-hmm. closing out uh, into the dark month here in the Padded Room. For... Buddy in absentia, Monica without pterodactyl claws, uh, shady hotels, weird neon pink lighting everywhere, uh, internet trolls, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye.